In 2013 until 2015, the situation was awful in Greece. We started having many social groceries and soup kitchens that we didn't have before, and they were practically begging for food donations every single day. In Greece, we have excellent food products, and I thought that, you know, this is not acceptable. People who live under the poverty line in my country must have access to basic food supplies. And this is how Wise Greece was born. At Wise Greece, we help the small food producers to sell their products within Greece and abroad, and we turn our profit into food supplies for people we need. In this way, we actively support the small family-owned businesses, which are the backbone of the Greek economy, while at the same time, we provide high-quality food supplies to people who need it the most. I thought that there must be an alternative way of doing business. And today, there are new business models where you can do well by doing good. The food that we have in Greece, it's part of our culture. It's the relationship we build with the land, it's the interaction with the environment. And when we gather around one big table and we share food, we practically share our love. So in a way, it's part of who we are. Welcome to IdeaGen TV. Today we are ecstatic to have with us Melina Tapranzi. Melina, welcome. Thank you very much. Hello. Melina is not only Melina Tapranzi, she is the founder of Wise Greece. Melina, it's an exciting time. It's a very exciting time for you, for Greece on the heels recently of the Microsoft investment announcement, your big success with recognition. And I'd like to begin by asking you, could you kindly tell our global audience a little bit about yourself as well as your role and responsibilities as founder of Wise Greece? Sure. Uh, let me tell you first a little bit about Wise Greece. So uh, Wise Greece is a social enterprise with a double mission. On the one hand, we help the small farmers and food producers to grow and export their products. And we use our profit from the sales in order to buy food and donate it to orphanages, to soup kitchens and to charitable institutions uh, here in Greece. So um, this is why we say that we have a double mission, because on the one hand, we manage to support the Greek economy, the backbone of the Greek economy, the small family owned businesses, while at the same time, we manage to provide high quality food supplies to people in need. Um, as for myself, you know, George, founders do pretty much everything. Uh, we, especially when you, you are part of a small team. So I'm mostly responsible of uh, the new products, of uh, building new collaborations, of uh, finding new producers, and of course, spreading the word about Wise Grace. Well, and, and that's incredible. And what a mission. And, and exactly why you have been so recognized, and we'll get get into specifics on this a little bit further in the interview, but I, I want our global audience, those millions of people across the planet to understand what your original inspiration was to pursue a career 
involved with the global goals, those 17 global goals of the UN um, that you're working on to change the world. And I, and I have to put a little footnote in here. For those of you that are not familiar with the 17 global goals, those 17 global goals were agreed to in 2015 unanimously by all 193 member states. And so they're a galvanizing force to focus on actually creating change across the planet, like eradicating poverty and making sure that no one is hungry and on and on. So I'd love to hear what that original inspiration was for you, Molina. Well, I guess there is an interesting story here. Um, so White Greece was born in 2013. So as you said, back then, uh, we were right in the middle of the Greek economic crisis. There were no SDGs, no sustainability agenda. Um, nobody really knew the term social economy or social entrepreneurship. So um, I decided to visit a social grocery. A social grocery in Greece is a place we have where uh, poor people go in order to get food supplies, mostly, mostly food supplies. And I saw there that they had only razors to give to those people. And I was shocked. And I said, what is going on here? Why do you have razors? And they said, you know what? This is the only donation that we have. So this is what we're going to give to those people. So after the shocking experience uh, where I understood that uh, the, the beneficiaries, the people were going to get razors instead of food, I started thinking that there must be an alternative way. There must be um, a way where you can create a business model and support the Greek economy on the one hand and make sure that people in need will have access to basic food supplies. And I guess this is how Wise Greece was born and this is how I decided to change my life as well. Well, Molina, that's just shocking um, on so many levels, but so eye-opening. And so you took this opportunity, it sounds like, to uh fix a situation where you saw something that just didn't make sense didn't make sense that this opportunity to help people especially people that are hungry uh wasn't actually even supplying any food so you took it upon yourself see how for for as a lesson as a lesson what's striking about this story is that one person can change the world because you came into this facility and you said, I want to fix it. And here you are now being recognized across the European Union and really across the world as we also recognize you here in the United States to say this woman, well, this one person is changing the world with her model of you know, coordinating and creating change. And so how does it feel to be the one, to be one of, uh, seven women, one of seven women worldwide to have been selected and honored with this year's Global Goals, Sustainable Development Goals, her award. And what is up next for you now as you look toward the future? Well, uh, it's an incredible honor, as you can understand. Uh, this SDGs and HER competition is organized by uh, the World Bank, the United Nations, UNDP, and UN Women. 
uh, and they select seven women from all over the world uh, whose initiatives are considered to be best practices and of course they support the, the SDGs. So we are very excited uh, that Wise Greece was the only initiative to receive this award uh, from all the European countries and Central Asia. So I guess in a way, uh, I feel very proud that uh, we managed to put Greece on the global SDGs map. And I think this is what motivates us to work harder and focus on our next steps. Uh, and for instance, right now we are uh, building um, some educational courses and we are going to provide some educational courses to people affected by the consequences of COVID in order to help them become food entrepreneurs and build more sustainable business and, and businesses and, you know, have an income through um, this, uh, this activity. So I guess this is it. We, we put Greece on the SDGs map and we want to promote the SDGs and the sustainability agenda in our country. It's still incredibly amazing to me that, that you're, it, you're, in, you're just that inspiration, that story you articulated a few moments ago, that it all began with that one spark, that one moment where you said, this doesn't make sense. And here you are today, the Prime Minister Mitsotakis has recognized you, so many organized, the entire European Union, the United Nations, the World Bank have all recognized your incredible work through the lens of what you're doing in Greece. And by the way, I'll digress for a moment. What a moment for Greece. What a moment, what a proud moment for Greece. Companies, as we mentioned early on, like Microsoft are making billion dollar investments. You're focused on helping to help those that need it, need help the most. And wow, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's, it's a wow moment, right? Uh, and so Wise Greece is a multiple now award-winning social enterprise. Could you kindly tell our global audience what of the other awards have you received and, and why? Why have you been recognized for those? Uh, sure. Uh, we have received uh, the Models of Excellence Award by the President of the Hellenic Republic, the European Social Challenge Award, uh, the Future Generations Award, the Innovative Fundraising Award, just to name a few. And I think that uh, Wise Greece, even though it's a simple idea, uh, received the awards for its innovative business model and its important social impact. I guess we managed to build a sustainable business model in order to provide the solution to a social problem that was unacceptable, as you mentioned earlier. Amazing, amazing. I, I love, I love how you termed it. You know, a, a social problem that was unacceptable, and uh, hunger is one of those problems that's absolutely 100% unacceptable. And so shifting a bit, Melina, to you, uh, what has been one of your most favorite programs or projects that you've worked on during your career? And why would you say it's such? Well, uh, I think the project that I keep closer to my heart is our last project, which is called Hope Boxes. 
So uh, when COVID-19 hit Greece, as you can understand, the Greek producers were severely affected by the consequences of COVID. And uh, the charitable foundations, the soup kitchens and the social groceries, they couldn't find enough food supplies to cook for their beneficiaries. So what we did is that we launched this uh, project, the Hope Boxes project, where in collaboration with other companies, multinational companies, we managed to provide more than 10 tons of food supplies to people in need. And I guess I like this project very much because in a way it shows what social entrepreneurs do. We respond to any kind of crisis. We have to respond to any kind of crisis. We have to be adaptable. We have to be resilient in order to maximize our social impact and actually make a difference uh, in, in, in our society. So I think this is why Hope Boxes is one of my favorite projects. And what a name, oh, what a perfect name, uh, you know, a hope box. And at the same time, it really is filled with hope because you're helping those small businesses, those small producers throughout Greece help to sustain and just stay alive in terms of their business models or their 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 their, their functioning, um, you know, projects that they have. So um, in terms of everything you've learned, so you've been honored, you've been recognized, You've been, you know, just highlighted in so many ways for all of your insights and your perspectives that are so unique. What do you believe, Melina, is the best approach to achieving these 17 global goals? First of all, George, I think that we need to promote number 17 more uh, partnerships for the goals uh, because we will only be able to achieve the SDGs through collaborations. I, I guess there is no other way. And we definitely need to make the SDGs as mainstream as we can. And this is why what you do is very important. Uh, we need to show to the people that supporting the 2030 agenda is not something that the politicians should do, the government should do, or, or, or the companies should do. I think every human being on earth has an important role to play. And this is how we are going to achieve uh, the 17 goals. And, you know, that's just so important because it's true. Goal number 17, which is partnerships for, for the goals, is really the glue that keeps it all together. And what I refer to as dynamic resiliency. And simply dynamic resiliency, as I define it, as Ideagen has defined it, is connecting those dots, is bringing together companies, NGOs, public sector in the good times, not only when you have a situation such as we have now, which is in many ways unprecedented. Uh, you know, as we go back thinking just a short few months ago, the world was a completely different place, completely different. And after this short period of time, the entire planet for the first time in human history is suffering from the same exact situation with this pandemic. So um, it's definitely incredible to see and to hear from you, you know, and I go to the hope box in that original story of how you, you started Wise Greece. It's just, it's really profound on every level. And from your perspective, how has Greece, in addition to other European countries, 
been helping in the achievement of these global goals? Um, you know, George, I think we're not there yet, but we are getting there. Um, unfortunately, the SDGs are not very well known in Greece. So uh, it is part of our job as social entrepreneurs to promote the sustainability agenda and, and hopefully inspire the next generation to work towards a more sustainable future. That's right. And, and it is our role at IdeaGen. We are focused on helping to create first the awareness, that critical awareness of what are these goals? You know, we're talking about these global goals. What I love personally about the goals is that what we stated earlier, which is they were agreed upon by all 193 member states of the United Nations, including the United States of America. And that's what differs from the previous version of the goals, which were the Millennial Development Goals. And those were focused on really emerging countries, right? Countries mm -hmm. that needed help the most, but this is a global issue. Hunger exists in the United States. Poverty exists in the United States. All of these things are critical everywhere in every corner on every nation on the planet Earth. So, so there are goals that everyone can agree to. They're not a political goal, like you said. I love the way you term that. These are not political goals. These are goals to help humanity. And there's no one on the planet Earth that wants to see hunger. And there's no one on the Earth that wants to see poverty. And there's no one on the Earth that wants to see women getting paid less than what their male counterpart would get paid for the same exact job. It just doesn't make sense. And by the way, from an economic standpoint, it really doesn't make sense as well. And so there's a business case for all of these goals. So when you start to think about it, it just makes sense. <laughs> so if it just makes sense, that's, that's our point is we're trying to create this critical awareness. And so with everything that's been happening across the planet, with everything that's happened, what do you see is one of the biggest obstacles in reaching and achieving these global goals by 2030? Um, I would say there is one big obstacle, which is misinformation. Uh, there are many opinions out there. Everyone has an opinion uh, and it's part of the democracy, the democracy that we live. Uh, but there are some optimistic and pessimistic voices. And, and I think that people, especially after COVID, they need to feel that it can be done. And uh, we need to rethink our everyday lives. We need to redesign uh, the systems, like the food system, for instance, which is very fragile. And um, we need to believe that we can design a more sustainable future. And we can do it by using the SDGs as a roadmap. And as I said, trust me, it can be done. That is a note of inspiration that I think many people around the world need right now. I, I think there's not a question that, that we can take from this global situation lessons. And as it's been described in so many interviews on IdeaGen TV, some people say, let's build back. Um, others say, let's build forward. Let's reimagine. Let's you know, recreate. But by the way, you can't begin to reimagine if you haven't seen it. And so during the course of this pandemic, there's been a big bright light shown on the things we've been talking about. 
these critical areas like hunger and poverty and, and equity and equality and, you know, partnerships. And those organizations that have, have survived and maybe even thrived have an uncanny ability to see around corners. It's like a superpower, but it's a superpower that's based on that dynamic resiliency, which is really all about building partnerships. It's about building partnerships when times are good. Because you know what? When you hit a road bump, you can call on these partners. You can understand what their capacities are, whether you're a company or whether you're an NGO. And especially if it's a government, the government's role can and should be to create these partnerships, to bring all people together so that they understand when there's a critical moment, they can harness all of these, you know, um, uh, perspectives and capabilities and the capacity to endure during the most difficult times. And we're seeing that right now. Those companies especially that are that have survived were able to pivot quickly because in their ethos was a dedication to partnerships. And one that I know very well is Microsoft. They've been dedicated to partnerships, were presented globally by Microsoft and as we pursue our global expansion, uh, it's just incredible to see companies like Microsoft committed to partnerships, knowing that no one entity can do it alone. And so um, as we focus on goal number 17, goal number 17, global partnerships for the goals. Why do you believe that cross-sector collaboration combined with innovation is so vital in helping address these incredible goals. As you said, George, I think there is no other way. I mean, if we take Wise Greece, for example, which uh, supports a lot of SDGs, such as number two, no hunger, or number five, gender equality, or number eight, decent work and economic growth, um, we wouldn't be able to do anything without our partners and without collaborations. So in order to maximize our social impact in Wise Greece, we uh, work for various projects with different stakeholders. We work with the municipalities and the government for some projects, and we work with small family-owned businesses and huge multinational companies on the other side. So I think that if you truly want to make a difference, if you truly believe that you can build a more sustainable future, then you need to be open-minded and you need to be willing to work with pretty much everyone. What an incredible message. Melina De Pranzi, founder of Wise Greece. What is your post-summit ask for our global audience as we continue to change the world together? Well, it's true that 2020 was a very challenging year and um, at the same time it was a wake-up call and I would say that we need to to understand that everyone can be a change maker every human has the potential to be a change maker um, and if we do our part as citizens then even if we don't achieve all the SDGs by 2030 then we will definitely be in a better position than we are now. And it's, I guess it's really, really important. Molina Tepranzi, founder of Wise Greece, you are changing the world 
you are that spark that is proof that one person can change the world. How do folks across the planet find out more information about Wise Greece? Uh, you can visit our website, wisegreece.com, and find us on social media, all the social media platforms, and we will be happy to, to talk to you and, and get to know you. Wow, Melina, wisegreece.com. You're changing the world. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for your insights, your perspectives, and everything you're doing at Wise Greece. Thank you very much, George. Thank you. It's our pleasure.